Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Zach. And I'm Rin. And today we are talking about designing your process. We've alluded to this idea that your writing process is going to look different from another writer's process. So today we're talking about how to actually go about structuring that for yourself. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this because I've been thinking a lot about like creating my writing process and what goes into it exactly. Uh, we should mention this is in the, a continuation of our series, Writing Fundamentals. So if you've missed the first couple episodes in this series, you should go back and listen to them and then continue with this one. Yeah, let's dive in. Um, when we talk about the writing process, we're usually talking about the writing process that you learned about in elementary school. And it usually goes something like this, where you have your pre-writing phase, you have your drafting phase, you have your editing and revising phase, and then you have your publishing phase. And while that framework is a good place to start. It's not a one-size-fits-all. In our episode where we talked about planners versus pantsers, planners are really going to find the pre-writing phase valuable, whereas pantsers probably won't. Um, and so you might, you might avoid using the pre-writing phase if you are a pantser, or you might be using it for something else. If you're writing nonfiction, you may be using um, your pre-writing phase to talk about research. And this process doesn't talk about, um, doesn't talk about beta readers, doesn't involve getting feedback from, you know, from potential readers, um, those sorts of uh, mentors, those sorts of people. Uh, Rin, do you think, can you think of anything else that's kind of limiting when we talk about the writing process? Well, besides the idea that you, it implies that you see like one draft, like it's one draft, you revise that draft and then you're done. So I guess two draft process. Mm -hmm. But with like writing fiction, most of us need like three or more drafts. When you're building your own writing process, there's a couple steps. We have a nine step list that we're going to share with you, which you could probably simplify it. You could probably expand it to be more, but nine was just our sweet spot. First, you're going to determine how you best complete projects. Do you do better when you have a habit when you're writing every day? Or do you do better when you have a deadline and you like rush to write something? So there's like the first step. Uh, Zach already talked about like planning, panting, and somewhere in between. Uh, we'll refer you back to episode 38 because we already talked about that for a ton. So the next thing that you need to consider when you're looking at developing your own writing process is that think about what you personally need to get started. Do you need an outline? Do you need to do research? Do you need to come up with a list of names for all of your characters? Because at least for me, I'm terrible at names. And so most of the time when I'm writing my draft, I have these little brackets all over the place where it's like insert secretary name here or figure out this guy's name later those sorts of things. If you need a list of names at the beginning, figure that out. Figure out what you need to get started and put that in the step of your process before you start drafting. It is important to note here, I think, that if you're just starting writing and this is like your first project, you may not know if you need these things, which is why you need to experiment with them and be like, okay, maybe for this short story or this novel, I'll try just coming in with a list of names and like you can do a naming convention, we have an episode on that. And if it doesn't work with you, doesn't buy, then don't do it. I'm also the type that likes to have a list of names, whether I'm playing like, whether I'm dungeon mastering a game or I'm just writing for myself. I think it's really hard to come up with names. 
Um, the next point, number four, is how do you write drafts best? And we're going to refer you to episode 33 for this. We're doing a lot of referrals to other episodes of this. This is fine. Um, Maybe we'll but add linear... some links in the, in the liner notes to be like, go look, watch this one. Go listen to this one. Yeah. We will put those in the show notes. Good idea. Um, but do you write best linearly or non-linearly? And in a nutshell, a linear process is when you write beginning to end and you don't skip around. And non-linearly is the opposite when you skip around and it's not necessarily beginning to end. You just write what you're most excited about first. Yeah, and sometimes a certain project will demand a certain kind of drafting. For example, if you have a kind of if you have a kind of story where you're doing dual um, or multiple timelines, you may need to you may be doing more of a nonlinear process where you're jumping in between timelines, or you might write one timeline all the way through and intersperse it. So even in between projects, your writing process might change depending on the demands of the project. Yes, absolutely. The next thing you have to consider is when you want to pull people into your writing process, where you want to get feedback or where you want to like brainstorm with them. I'm a big fan of like brainstorming with other people or at least having like a sounding board for me to like talk to um, during the brainstorming or pre-writing process. Mm -hmm. Well, that can also be talking about um, beta readers. If you want to, there are some people who... uh, you know, live by the the philosophy that you should only show beta readers a second draft, right? You shouldn't be showing mm-hmm. them your first draft. For other people, showing a beta reader a first draft is completely fine. Um, so consider what's going to be best for you. And like we talked about with Mary Atkins a few weeks back, it also is going to depend on the content of, uh, of the project. Um, if you're writing, you know, if you're working on a project that is uh, real really close to home or deals with um, tender experiences that you've had or traumatic experiences that you've had, you may change your process for that particular project. Um, And that's another thing to keep in mind when you are considering, okay, when do I want to pull people in to look over this and provide feedback? Yeah. And it's really, that brings out another really important point that it's so important to remember that the writing process is adaptable for each novel because each novel is different, so your writing process can't be exactly the same for every single project you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, what does the editing and revision process look like for you? Uh, we have an episode on editing and revising. Like, Go check it out. It'll be in the notes. Go, it'll be in the notes. Um, and then seven, what are your goals for publishing? Do you want to self-publish? Do you want to traditionally publish? If you don't know, that's also okay. You can figure it out as you go. Because I didn't know I wanted to self-publish my first novel, but then I learned a little bit about self-publishing and I was like, hey, actually, this is kind of cool and I want that experience. Mm -hmm. So you can figure it out later. As you're wrapping up, thinking about the, the things that you need to know when you're starting your process or putting together your process, you should ask the question, where can you work simultaneously? So when can you put one project on the back burner and start another project? Um, for some people, you need to see one project all the way through to completion. And if you start going after the plot rabbits, you will, you will never come back to the original, the original project. You're just going to go down the rabbit hole and you will never come back out. For other people, you can have two or three stories going at once and you just kind of shift in between them. That's going to be different for, that's going to be different for everybody. So consider what that looks like um, for you. And again, 
if you're just starting out, you may not have a good, um, you know, a good sense of this, but as time goes on and as you practice more, um, that becomes more clear. And then once you've gone through an answer to all of these questions, that's when you put it all together and actually look at and detail what your process is going to look like. And you can start making plans and habits for how you're going to tackle a particular writing project. This is Rent from the Future. And I'm just here to tell you that this episode went really long. It took about half an hour to record. So the examples of Zach's and my writing process will be released in bonus episodes. And we haven't decided exactly how we're doing that. But we would love to have your support in releasing those. But thank you so much for listening to this episode of Quid Pros Quo. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.